It's been good to be here this morning. Um, especially like the songs that have been shared in Cluck Cluck. I'm so glad that she made it through the attack. Uh, yeah, it's been a special service. I'd like to share a little bit. You can see the verses that I wrote up on the board. Um, I can find my place here. The first one there is Isaiah 7.14. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And then John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth on Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And we go into Romans 8.15. You receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. And uh, so these are the verses that are running through my mind. And then, joy to the world, the Lord has come. Um, he is here this morning. He is with us. Emmanuel, God with us, like it says in Isaiah 7.14. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and he shall call, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means, as it says in Matthew 1.23, translated means God with us. This morning I'd like to just look at a one theme, and that is this theme of, of God being with us, being with mankind. Um, Joe uh, led that song, Tell Me the Story of Jesus, Write on My Heart Every Word. And that's where we want the story of Jesus written, is on our hearts. If it's on our hearts, um, it will... Uh, affect our lives and it will change us. It will make us more like Christ and take on the divine nature of Christ. Historically, God reached and led His people through individuals. Uh, we have the patriarchs, the prophets, maybe some scribes, later on kings. King David at least was a man of God and led His people and there were other kings as well that were godly. Josiah. There were, of course, very ungodly kings. Until we, Then there was the, the period of silence until the time of, of Christ between those latter kings. Um, then we have the uh, prophets foretelling Christ. Just bits of Scripture that would speak of Christ. David in the Psalms. Um, Isaiah. Throughout his, the, 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 uh, his narrative. He would occasionally just break out and speak of, of Christ. Uh, Jeremiah does the same. And there are many other scriptures, Ezekiel, Daniel. But here we come to the culmination of, of God uh, coming to be with man. He's taking another step in the course of, can you say history, or in the course of time, or eternity, however you want to call it. He's taking another step. Emmanuel would not only be the name for Christ, but it's also the initiation of a new era uh, of God in the Father's timeline. Christ with us, God with us, here with man, with you and I, and continuing on. Um, and I'd like to look at a few very specific examples of Christ being with man, and then and then look at a uh, 
look at a specific maybe, uh, example today. Um, and I'm going to, uh, I'd like to look at Luke 15, just that passage, Luke uh, 1. I'm sorry, not Luke 15, but Luke 1, verse 11. And this is the angel of the Lord. He's speaking, he's coming and visiting Zacharias. And so Zacharias is a priest. He's in the temple, um, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And uh, when he's in there, um, an angel, the angel uh, Gabriel, and I'm trying to find the verse where it says the angel Gabriel, but it was him. Verse 19. Yes, I'm Gabriel. Come and, comes and, and talks to him. And Zacharias was, of course, very troubled. And he says, Your prayers heard, your Elizabeth, your wife, will bear a son, and you shall call his name John. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord, which would be the Emmanuel, the God with us, come in the flesh. And the angel talks to him. He says, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and to bring you these glad tidings. And then in Luke 1, God visits Mary. Now in the sixth month of the, of the, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. We read about, um, we've read about that. I'm sure this Christmas season, the angel coming and visiting Mary and, and uh, telling her that she would uh, conceive and bear a son and she should call his name Jesus in verse 31. He will be great, verse 32, and will be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Meaning that kingdom would just move out further and further. There would be no end. Either in terms of people or in terms of, of uh, time. There would be no end. It would be an eternal kingdom. And then in Matthew 1.18, God visits Joseph. Uh, verse 20 says, when Joseph was thinking about these things, he was thinking of Mary being pregnant and um, wondering how this all could be. He had heard Mary's story and I think he wanted to believe her, but it was too far-fetched. Um, well, I don't know what all was going through Joseph's mind, but he was a good man. He was going to put her away privately. He was going to divorce her privately. Of course, this was a... They were still in the um, betrothal period. Uh, engaged, we would call it today, period of time. Um, and it says, When he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you marry your wife, which is for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And then we go on to Simeon at the temple. 
and bring Jesus to the temple. Joseph and Mary do this. Sweet baby boy. And uh, I, I especially like this account of, of Simeon. Um, imagine him being an old man, maybe a little tottery, uh, white-haired, um, a man in whom there's a wealth of wisdom and knowledge and, and uh, spiritual grace. And they're there visiting him, and the Spirit of the Lord comes on him. And uh, I'm just going to read the passage 25 through 33. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you're letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for before the face of all peoples. A light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. So beautiful. So a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and to those obedient Jews. He would be a glory to them. And they marveled at those things. So here again we have Emmanuel, God visiting His people and letting them know certainly that Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is Himself come in the flesh. Himself God come in the flesh. John 1.14 says this, And the Word became flesh, and it dwelt among us, and we behold His glory, the glory is the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So God visited His chosen people in the fleshly form of Christ. He was there, God with them. And then later on, of course, we have the crucifixion. I'm glad we had a focus on that this morning. It was my prayer that in the joy of the, of the Christmas season, we wouldn't lose sight of, of the sobering reality of the cost. Uh, of Christ coming and being with us and redeeming us. John fourteen sixteen. So, so Jesus is telling them about his the suffering he's going to take that's going to take place in his life, about their suffering, the disciples' suffering. But he's also assuring them they wouldn't be left without his presence. And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, that He may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor him, nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. Abba, Father, you receive the Spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, we're not left orphans. I will come to you. A little longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live. You will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in the Father and you in me and I am in you. And I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my Father 
and I will love him and manifest myself to him. And then John talks about this, Emmanuel, God with us. And it's this last part that we look forward to, the divine uh, redemption, the eternal redemption um, that either comes at death or comes at the resurrection and, and culminates with us all being raptured and taken up to, uh, up to heaven. Uh, Revelations 21.2 Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for a husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people. God Himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, no sorrow, nor crying. There will be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. We have all of those here this morning. Even though we're joyful, we um, are celebrating Christmas, celebrating Christ's coming. We have all these things. We have death, we have sorrow, we have crying. It says there will be no more of that. All of these things are gone, passed away. God will have His tabernacle with us eternally. Then He who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And He said to me, Write, for these things are true and faithful. And He said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my people, Emmanuel, God with us. God reaches out and meets man where he is. And I want to share just a very brief story. I was going to bring the book along, but maybe it's better I did it. Uh, I've just recently read a book that was given to me. Uh, Lisa's folks gave it to me for my birthday. It's called uh, Seeking Allah and Finding Christ Jesus. And in that book, uh, this young man, um, just don't want to do any spoilers here, but um, I, would, I would really encourage you to get that book. It'd be a great Christmas gift, like, or a few days after Christmas. But uh, it's just a really good book. Uh, this young man raised in a very devout Muslim home. Um, his parents were Muslim missionaries, and he was devout. He was really seeking Allah. And... Uh, he wanted what was right. His parents wanted what was right for him. But you see, he was going down the wrong road. There wasn't, Jesus wasn't in his life. Jesus was ignored. In fact, he was just seen as something less than, than God, a, a great prophet. But that's not who Jesus is. When Jesus comes and is with us, um, he, can, he can only be, he can only take first place. He doesn't take second place uh, in our lives. Anyways, throughout the, this, this book, there's a young man, throughout this book, God manifests himself to this young man. And in seeking for Allah, God responds. Um, and this young man is, uh, Nabil is his name, and it's a, it's a story that's been re written very recently. He went to college at ODU, at Dominion. And um, he was, he was uh, ministered to by another young man that was a Christian that challenged his beliefs. And at some point, at one point, finally, Nabil was at the, point, at, at, at the place in life where he realized he has to make a choice. And it was so difficult because his friends, 
everything he believed were all influenced by the Muslim belief. And he knew that to give that up would be giving up almost life itself, everything he knew. And uh, so he wanted to be positively sure that the choice he was making was the right choice. And uh, he was at one point, or at several points, he was really, really seeking the face of the Lord. And, and uh, because the scriptures that he read told him that Jesus was not divine, told him that Jesus hadn't come in the flesh, that he hadn't died, he hadn't resurrected, he needed to make sure that these things were true. And he was and in the in the Muslim way of thinking or, or in their culture, they take dreams very seriously. He prayed several times, "God, just show me Yourself. Give me a vision just to clarify." And God made Himself very real to, to this young Nabil in, in four different sets of dreams. And um, they're very touching. You read the book, and not only did He make Himself real to Nabil, but he, he actually used some of His own, Nabil's own, uh, in the Muslims' own uh, uh, signs to direct Nabil to Christ. And it just impressed me how that... that God is with us. Jesus was with us. He came and he touched Nabil in his own place and, and directed him to salvation to Christ. And uh, God is still with us today. He's doing that for you and I. We have the scriptures, praise the Lord, that we can look to for direction. But there are times it's very difficult and we need to really reach out like Nabil did and, and seek Christ. And... Uh, he will be found by those who seek Him. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 says, For He Himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. The Lord is with us now for our lifetimes. And Lord, the Lord will be here for our children's lifetimes and on. And into eternity, God is with us. Emmanuel, God with us now and on. Praise the Lord. God bless you. I'll turn, we'll ask for another song and then we'll turn the camera over to you later.